Hello and welcome uh, to Mind Podcast 60.0, your weekly source for news, views and analysis. This is Adit Kapadia. Yes, Mind Podcast is entering into senior citizen's age. <laughs> 60 years so old. Only five years younger than Sunanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm senior citizen. Huh? I'm senior citizen. Mm-hmm. Senior. You, you still have 10 more years to be a cabinet minister in India, Sunanda. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> that should give you some hope. Okay. Uh, ji's post is anyways. I think mean, ji is over seventy-five out, right? Yeah. Minister. So I mean, if so, you want to be the minister of minority affairs, uh, okay. so, I mean, I'm just. I mean, we can. In, be, in are you lobbying? Kashmir. Are you huh? using mind podcast to lobby? No, I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> in Jammu Kashmir, she can. Uh, yeah. You should. You should probably DM Narendra Modi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you're you're also in the race. I'm also in the race. <laughs> yeah. So as you might have guessed, uh, Sunandan Pramod, the usual suspects are back hello how are you are you telling me that or the no listeners? i'm telling all my listeners and i'm trying to ignore you for um, the, the, all those things that you said about me no, I, I didn't say anything I, I i nominated you to be the next minority affairs minister of okay. india okay okay so, yeah. you anyways in you were in a minority in kashmir yeah absolutely so, i yeah uh, so i mean i yeah. i can become the minister abolish the ministry or you want to talk to miss mehbooba mufti because now the government is going to be formed in jnk maybe there might be a spot open there so finally we are going to have a government uh, in jnk will this be another uh, fresh six year term nahi or no 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 no, 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 no. A continuous continuous yeah, continuous so they lost those Four five months also. Two months. In the, in, because Mufti is a passed away in January. January. Uh, so two months they still. Three months almost. Get deducted. So we'll get deducted. So they still have about uh, give and take four and a half five four years. Four and a half. Because yeah. the elections happened in two thousand fifteen December. Yeah. Okay. Or I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, two thousand fourteen December. Right. Right. So uh, two thousand fifteen January and all so the government. They ran the government for almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so interesting times. Uh, she, I, I, as we discussed this very. Um, Closely in detail, we gave a detailed analysis on Mind Podcast about a weeks, a few weeks back, about why. And I mean, my, I was of the firm opinion that BJP shouldn't call her bluff, which they did. And um, you know, they dug in their heels, and finally she came around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taming of the shrew. <laughs> uh, so then literary uh, analyses. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, we'll see. We'll, but see. we'll see how much she has been tamed. But I, now it seems she has been tamed. No, I think it also is a pragmatic decision on her part. What is very interesting, and this is what I was telling, uh, so I was talking to her uh, yesterday when we, this came on, that now that also means that Mehbooba will probably f- uh, fight a Vidhan Sabha bipole. Mufti Saab's old seat. That means Anantanag Lok Sabha seat is going to be vacated. Most likely that might go to Mehbub Big, who mm-hmm. has uh, jumped ship, ship in from NC to PDP. But what if, and Sunanda says that, you know, PDP will not lose this seat relative because Anantanag is their stronghold. It's, Mufti, uh, South Kashmir is typically huh. PDP's bastion. And that was Mufti's seat, I think, even when he was in the Congress, yeah, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. What if uh, there is a shock victory for the National Conference there? Because no, sure, sure, because did win it as an NC MP yeah. uh, uh, that seat. So it's yeah. not like it has not been done before. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. what if? And do you think that probably that paranoia almost set in that if we go for fresh elections and there will probably might be fresh elections that's, for the Anantar that's exactly Luxor. what happened. That exactly she was trying to weigh her uh, you political, know, capital. political capital, and mm-hmm. she realized that if I go in for fresh elections, um, NC National Conference will 
um, have a better uh, edge this time and she did not want to lose it. In spite of the sympathy. Yes. She, that is the problem. I don't think there is a lot of That's sympathy not. for Muftis. I, I mean, I, ref I don't think even if there is sympathy or something, I don't see how they can uh, win in the strongholds of Srinagar. And of I don't understand conference. what is this sympathy for, for all this thing. I don't want to sound this thing. Mufti Sayyid passed at the age of 81 and he had some illness and he passed away. I mean, it's not like he was assassinated or anything. What is the sympathy no, for? It's not about that also. I think after, after even like we, we, we People featured a very... People get sick and they pass on. I no, mean, no, we what featured is the a very, no, We featured a very honest uh, analysis yeah. by Anupama Handu on Mindmakers. If you haven't read, uh, you know, Sainthood in Death, Mufti's, Mufti Sayyid's obituary. Yeah. Uh, you should read. I mean, you know, other, there were also obituaries like Peer Pandit Padsha and God knows what by written by hagiographers. So, uh, we, we, you know, we, we refuse to, there are there are two sides to every story, but it almost felt like after Mufti Sahib tragically passed away, mm -hmm. there was only one side of the story that the leftists want the whole world to believe that, oh, he was the great unifier and the great statesman and stuff like that. And all, it's almost like, Achha, he did an alliance with the BJP. So that is greatness on Mufti Muhammad's side. Usme, they don't see that even BJP got 25 seats from the Jammu region. And BJP and won they, entire Jammu region. And it is called Jammu and Kashmir. So there was a mandate given by Jammu to the BJP as well. So both had, it's, it was a pragmatic alliance. I mean, I, I am still a skeptic of whether it's going to work. I was a skeptic then, skeptic now. But did they have a choice? I'm not no, so sure. Think, I don't think they had a choice other than going back to the polls and going to, and I've repeatedly said this because people say this, oh, they can go back to polls and all. Having elections again in Jammu and Kashmir is not having elections in Delhi. There is a huge security apparatus involved. And hmm. so many people lose lives in protecting these people. So it's not something like, forget about the money part of it, which is, you know, a hmm. huge drain on the exchequer. Hmm. But that's not what we are talking about. We are talking about the security aspect of it. It's not easy to conduct elections in Jammu and Kashmir. So I think for now, this is the most pragmatic thing. We'll see how it is going to be. Um, um, Mehbooba is pretty volatile. I mean, she is, I was uh, smiling the other day and I was saying she is going to be what Jailalita was to um, Vajpayee. <laughs> but um, we'll yeah. see how this is. It seems to me that Modi has sort of, you know, that um, meeting with her and which was just, a, by the way, a face saver. She had already made up her mind that, you know, there is nothing that's going to happen. BJP had dug in its heels. I think so far BJP has played well. Um, we'll see what happens in the future. There is nothing, nobody can predict. What do you think, Pramod? I think as long as their common minimum program yeah, and, agenda I, I of guess, alliance. I guess the, the the crux of it was a few issues here and there. Mm. Maybe BJP wanted a little bit more in terms of number of ministers, <coughs> like Adit was just pointing mm. out. I guess uh, it comes down to her weighing in what the uh, geopolitical situation in the neighborhood is also. Pakistan is again mm. at yeah. its weakest. She can't, cannot ratchet, uh, ratchet mm. it up that. Uh, you know, there is that separatist thing. Pakistan coming and meeting uh, all party, Hari Huriyat uh, people is just mm. not having that kind of weightage. So I guess right now she has to take that mandate forward and see if she can deliver some deliver, development. Yeah. If she and can finally get some sympathy for her. There was also a talk that she wanted army to vacate some land in um, uh, JNK, in Kashmir. Uh -huh. Army said we will vacate more land than you are asking us to. But on our own terms and on our own timetable, we will not vacate when you are saying. We have no... Army went on to say that we don't, we don't, we don't want this land. And I don't think she's yeah. smart enough to understand that she land... Hasn't. 
land is not the criteria no. you can have drones flying all, all over the place what is wonder what's going, what is going on, on on the ground you you know yeah. vacating land there are about 600000 troops uh, mm. on on ground right now even mm. if you reduce that by half yeah. you can cover more ground today with technology. you really have sources because indian <laughs> government has never ever said how many troops they have in kashmir no, but uh, ever. Uh, according to some uh, according to your sources uh-huh. according to because Schmitt, this is not something no, that no, 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 no. pramod is saying like a senior journalist says log kehte hain main nahi kehta log kehte hain do you realize that indian government has never ever officially said how many troops they have no, but yeah. irrespective of of that number yeah. what i feel that but you know the great pramod mahajan's uh, thing na yeah. that uh, in 1996 he said that uh, ramakant khalap he is the uh. only member of party <laughs> member of parliament from his party <laughs> but he is the government <laughs> So, so it doesn't matter if it's one person or the whole part. Government, maybe that one person is the government. To, to me, I think the Kashmiri politicians and some of them in the northeast also have a little bit of hangover that troops on the ground actually mean control that they can take over in the near future. Mm. That is not going to happen. Yeah. This is now a new generation, a new military that basically does not really require your. Uh, you know artillery positions or regular uh, infantry men moving in around boots you don't yeah. need that anymore yeah. you know you're far away and mm. i mean beyond that uh, even to the reach of the pakistani army you know yeah. so yeah. Uh, so i mean interesting points on the kashmir uh, from kashmir from one crisis that's being dissolved to another crisis that is unsolved which is uttarakhand oh yeah just a state down so <clears throat> uttarakhand you are seeing instability and then uh, <coughs> i think in two days harish rawat has to on monday on monday so in two days, two um, days. or a two day days from when you will yeah. hear this podcast uh, harish yes. rawat will have to prove his majority floor test. in mm-hmm. on the floor test on the in in the lok sabha I, I i'm sorry in the vidhan sabha uh, in uttarakhand uh, so promote you I, i think this has always been back and forth with smaller states whether it is jharkhand arunachal um uh, uttarakhand there are always these warring factions within a particular party whether it is congress or the bjp yeah. they, they have always had three or four factions that they uh, try to come under one leadership in the end as a compromise <laughs> now harish rawat was the compromise now this other leader uh, who is uh, Bahu- emperor emperor nero uh, who watched Bahuguna. when the uttarakhand uh, flooded uh, bahuguna is the one who is trying to you know take a little bit of I guess Vijay Bahuguna. Vijay Bahuguna. Last remaining one year to make some, uh, you know, inroads mm. into mm. the party hierarchy. Mm. Uh, I think they will be able to uh, prove their numbers. It's you just, think Congress will be? Yeah, they will be mm. able to prove their numbers. I don't think. So what about the allegation that BJP is uh, instigating? No, this, this is all because of Baba Ramdev. Baba Ramdev got in the mi- middle of this fight. He you think you have, should not have? He should not have. He's mm. just doing great on his FMG, oh, mm. FMCG. project that's really mm-hmm. uh, going to become one of a large uh, corporation mm-hmm. in the world uh, in the next few years i think what he had a, an issue with was some involvement with the um, with margaret alva who was at uh, some point the governor, the governor of uttarakhand then he had in a run in in land issue that uh. this happens all the time with every single political yeah. but party but explain to me what is bjp's role in this uttarakhand crisis and some of the uh, mlas want to break away form a new faction and, and support the bjp and bjp you, you, you have to understand one thing congress is hang, hanging on by very slender majority in the uttarakhand assembly yeah. um, bjp has about 26 seats right now it's just about 6 away from majority yeah. but it's about no 9 away yeah. and uh, that's what we have to see before we get to our uh, next topic 
um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So yeah, the mystery of numbers will go on, uh, but I think the, the magic number is 35. Uh, to and in the BJP Uttarans. delegation did go today to the uh, Met president and asked for... I think so, uh, president's, president's rule or something. And in the meantime, uh, Prime Minister has called for an emergency cabinet meet on Uttarakhand crisis. Mm. So um, I suppose we will see. President's rule doesn't happen that easily anymore. This is not Indira Gandhi's time. No, this so, president is, doesn't rule. <clears throat> yeah. This president doesn't like to rule? No, he doesn't like to recommend uh, a president's uh, rule. Any president rule, both Bapas Bhai Zeta time. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it should be. I don't like president's rule either. I mean, that, mm. that just does, you know, is too much interference yeah. from the central government anyway. Uh, that is not in the spirit of federalism that um, uh, Modi works on. Mm. So let's see what is um, going to happen. So the first test now is on uh, Monday. And according to you, Pramod, he will be able to prove his. Um, I think so, yeah. so this is the inner rebellion in. Uh, um, Congress and Congress needs to be able to, to figure it out. Um, get its troops in uh, place, troops back to barracks. Mm. <laughs> so, but this is and this is what I find intriguing because there was a, a problem like that in Karnataka also when uh, when BJP was in power and stuff. MLS ko resort mein leke chale jate. I know that's the funny thing. And, and the thing was, I think I heard in Uttarakhand they uh, they took their kith and kin also to the resorts, right? I mean, but they they practically get kidnapped. <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> I mean, you had like uh, that uh, thing, uh, Jolly Ranch Airport, Jolly Grant Airport, say, flight Jolly Ranch is a candy. Uh, jo- haan, Jolly Grant. <laughs> oh, but that is the name of the airport, yaar. <laughs> Maybe I want some Jolly Ranch I right know. now. Go, yeah. go get me some. <laughs> so they, they like they went. Um, there was like a plane that came to Delhi in the MLS. It happened group. as you said. It happened in Karnataka also. Uh-huh. It happens everywhere. They take them to a resort and then they just. Probably I, ho- I hope Pramod becomes an MLA or an MP. If there is something like that, we will take a resort like Close associates of Mr. Buravalli in at Mind Makers. <laughs> We, we will say that we want to go in a resort here. So you, my, my last resort will be to basically go somewhere where nobody can find me. Or nobody can find you. <laughs> yeah. But but for for that for that we'll have to we'll have to probably have an off the record conversation. Yeah. But Uttarakhand, out of all the states, Uttarakhand is my favorite state. Pramod only talks off the cuff of the record. So so let's see. And and and, and yeah, we we have no such problems. A lot of people talk to us off the cuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so c- c- come, beyond the cuff. Be- beyond the cuff. So, c- coming to that, um, co- not coming to that, but coming to the next topic, and we'll talk about the Brussels attack. We kept it for the last um, because we already had done a quick bite mm-hmm. on it, and. Uh, you know, if you haven't, I would urge you to guys to look. That was an initial five-minute reaction. This is something that Mindmakers is going to do in the future uh, on different events and so forth. A or, quick five-minute analysis. Uh, quick uh, five-minute. Say there is an election happen. or something, and then we'll do a quick five, ten-minute analysis of what the initial trends are and so forth. So, uh, coming to the next topic was about was the tragic incident that happened in Delhi. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was shocked, and more than. <laughs> anything i mean not more than the incident shocked me the apathy of the people shocked me even more and so nothing I was like, really has changed from nirbhaya's time <sighs> truly nothing has changed from nirbhaya's time when nirbhaya and who are they there. going to take a candlelight march against themselves 
I mean, you, you, an argument or something led to this is what I'm really. No, it's a road rage. No, no, I thought there was an... No, 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 I thought it was an argument from... uh, No, 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 it's it's not a road race. Really, it's a calculated murder. Yeah. So what happened was this doctor, this dentist, India and Bangladesh and India narrowly won and um, entire India was exuberant, uh, rightly so. He was playing with this eight-year-old boy in his own house, in the compound of his own house. And as it happens in India, the ball crossed the boundary and it, I think it hit some somebody um, on who was on a motorbike or something so altercation happened mm. and just an eight-year-old boy who had run outside to um, grab his boy. ball though the guy must have said why did you yeah. hit me and this and the father came out yeah. and uh, some minor altercation happened all resolved everybody went inside at midnight those motorcycle what I call a gang now mm-hmm. they came back with 15 or 20 people all armed they dragged this dentist Pankaj Narang from his house this is around midnight dragged him from his house beat him with rods and hockey sticks and you know in most I, in I humane fashion humane fashion and nobody came to save him there were people there's an express report that says that he was screaming. People were standing in the balconies. They saw him went home, went inside. Nobody came to save him. And within, um, I think they finally, when they ran away, the family and everybody, they took him to the hospital. But by that time, he had um, he was declared dead on arrival. He had been his 41-year-old boy, um, uh, gentleman. I mean, this happened in Vikaspuri, which is west of Delhi. This is not a hamlet somewhere that no one knows huh. nondescript hamlet or something this is your this is the capital of india this is delhi i mean i am shocked at the law and order i am surprised that no one came to rescue this person forget about the people i mean people in it is it's really sad that no one would come to this thing but even police did not come and apparently police was um, uh, called and mm-hmm. no one no one came I and mean, this is this is something that people should introspect that what 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 are we becoming? No, truly, after Nirbhaya, when there was this public outrage, then everybody <coughs> Nirbhaya also lay on the ground, and that's one of the reasons she died. Yeah. Because she was thrown on the road and she lay profusely bleeding there for about 35-40 minutes because no one came to rescue her. So and this person also, no one came to rescue her. And then there was what is was that public outrage of Nirbhaya for when we have not improved ourselves? You know, somehow I think and people will call me a uh, you know, all kinds of names, uh, Sanghi and everything, because every time you talk about Indian culture or anything, you are a Sanghi um, uh, thing. Mm. But dharma, and dharma is not religion. Mm-hmm. Dharma is what you should do and dharma is what guides you in Sense life. Sense of duty. Sense mm. of duty. Dharma is missing from Indians today. I mean, I have to show this. I mean, I have to say this with a lot of uh, sadness. Mm. How can you let a fellow human being just, you know lay there and and let him die i just don't understand shocking shocking and i mean no words no no words, no i'm no truly words. speechless so pramod if you wanted to add something no, before think, we move uh, on to the next law topic. and order <clears throat> is something that arvind kejriwal has talked about that he does not have control over and then i think he shifted goal yeah. post uh, very quickly then talking about uh, night patrolling by home guards which uh, essentially was going to take care of certain lacunae mm. that existed uh, or the bridge between a night watchman and a, a yeah. patrolling mm. policeman. I don't know what has happened uh, uh, with that. Has he even called on to the, uh, on the family? 
has he as a chief minister he goes all the way to punjab and other places, other places but, but i don't think uh, he has time to do this because mm-hmm. the media doesn't talk about mm-hmm. it so this uh, uh, this is the phony nature and insensitivity with which certain uh, uh, regional rulers and certain uh, sections of the population is be- uh, behaving and mind you it can happen to anybody it, it can happen, happen to, to any any person yeah. uh, whether he is secular or communal it does not matter and yeah. that is what i have looked at it uh, yeah and this is a mob <coughs> killing and it can happen mm, to anybody yeah exactly and 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 it needs it it needs the outrage that you know that people need to speak up on it i think silence is not going to help no so anyways silence um, not help at all in this and this is this is really saddening yeah on that rather somber note you know we are uh, this this part of the moving on to the next part of the podcast when even more somber event that shook up the world uh, you know the 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 blasts in brussels but also i would like to say that and before we move on to that that was a horrific incident in nigeria today where boko haram i mean it was 66 people yeah yeah that were massacred i mean for the want of when uh, it was and they it, were massacred yeah they were massacred and it was absolutely i mean just compare the coverage Probably. no one is talk is this just a statistic i think vikram sud uh, tweeted about this yeah. um, and I, i mean that, that that you know back the question what happened in brussels is horrendous what happened in nigeria is horrendous but both deserve equal condemnation and equal uh, attention by the west east or you know wherever the world so no everyone has to when um, um white man dies and when a brown man dies or when a black man dies at the hands of terror the outrage needs to be equal it cannot be um any different and i said this in um, my piece after paris also that in india when india was battling islamic terror alone west did not even understand what islamic terror was uh, no they knew it but they were just they were ambivalent they were exactly. because it was not it was it hadn't started killing white man then right because till you I, know i you, said this on the quick bite that terrorism islamic terrorism jihadi terrorism did not start 15 years ago yeah it started along back 15 years ago it came to the american shores yeah but it started a long time back and, and as i said in that thing and the world has paid for the ignorance that was exhibited at in all those years when india was shouting from the rooftops mm-hmm. that please look at what the heck is happening i saw a lot of competitor um, uh, commentators actually sort of uh, mocking everyone who was talking about uh, brussels when we said people like me and i i said this clearly and i said my heart goes out to brussels but i also want brussels to understand i also want belgium to understand that it had become a haven a safe haven for um, jihadi elements what was brussels thinking what was belgium thinking when they were opening this kashmir center in heart of brussels yeah. and um, thinking that this jihadi terror will not be pointed to them one day what were they thinking your support helps us bring new voices fresh voices credible voices if you like what we are doing if you like what you are hearing do support us because we really do need your help um if you want to support mind podcast click on the link given in the description below thank you so belgian history is also a little bit darker than the chocolatey history we see today yeah, you know uh, their their welcoming nature is welcome mm. uh, their docile nature is also uh, a good uh, refreshing uh, 
I would say difference between yeah. the other European cultures that we have seen, but at the same time, <coughs> they've been very complacent. You, yeah, you very cannot assume uh, that you can give a, bla a blanket uh, uh, visa to all of these communities and then they'll come and embrace Belgian culture. Mm. This is the lack of uh, reading of their own history. You know, their history was rife with participating in uh, colonial expansion mm. all through about 150 years ago all these diamonds and these mines mm. were exploited to the uh, to the maximum in congo and all of these areas where from the belgian uh, uh, economy today even survives as yeah. of today but anyway coming back to this islamic terror uh, issue we are staring at world war three i keep saying that again and again it started about thousand years ago with the first crusade it has never ended Europe and pan-Europeanism is one experiment in which the shining light is America. Everything else has been a failure. Whether it is their own public policy, whether it's their own monetary policy, whatever it is as a continent today, Europe is on the brink of collapse both economically and also oh, Europe socially. Is, in today's socially, world, Europe is a dark Socially, country. because it does not have leadership, yeah. it does not have an identity, it thinks it is a pan-Christian uh, conglomeration, it's but not it is anymore. not. And they have invited these uh, immigrants without knowing what... Uh, uh, what and and this, is what chickens have, this is what it is. Chickens have come, come home to roost because they were playing this divide and conquer all the while without understanding that they themselves are divided to the extent hmm. that there is nothing like a pan-European parliament that can function from Belgium. Yeah. There are so many different... Uh, so, that, that is the, that is the uh, question that begs before us, right? Which is what we were talking about when we did the quick thing also, that what route does Europe want want to take? What route? I mean, what... Me what this this signify? I mean, you had two attacks in Paris last, uh, arguably the most liberal city in Europe. One route is what German Chancellor is trying to take, but is failing clearly. Not the only route. I mean, it will get, it will get, it will get her to Time Magazine Person of the Year. And won't save that's the only route I feel, and I'm predicting this is a Trump-Putin route. You know why Trump keeps pro uh, praising Putin? Mm -hmm. The last time both of them went together uh, uh, was against a a Nazi uh, flag mm. and took them 10 years to get rid of that. Six years in war and four years mm. prior to that. That has only you mean, happened... When you say together, you mean America there is and Europe. Bound to be you a mean America and Europe together. There is bound to be a coalition. Europeans have no capability left to take this uh, uh, head on. Let me ask you this. So in this clash of civilizations, to use uh, Samuel Huntington's fav um, famous phrase, in this clash of civilizations, you are saying America has to take the lead and Europe has to be um, part of this thing. In this war, China <laughs> will win. And if uh, America is taken over by Bernie Sanders? No, it was not going to happen. He's <laughs> just <laughs> so docile, I'll tell you. He's not able to respond and give a coherent response to what... Even if uh, you see Justin Trudeau's response, I mean... Yeah. The Canadian Prime no, Minister. I, I no like Bernie Sanders on certain policies he is proposing in a pan-socialist and this no. thing, but socialism cannot take on extremism. No, this no. is the, the that's the, the fundamental. The, no, but let me ask you this: uh, Will and this is something that Bill Maher keeps on saying, uh, who is like as democrat as you can get, that the Democrats' unwillingness to use the term Islamic terrorism is going to cost them this election. Why do you think the Democrats are being shy? I mean, he cornered Cory Brooker. I was watching the show last night, the senator from Jersey, and he was completely incoherent. Like in Because the there is truth to it, Adit. I'll tell you why they are not using Islamic fundamentalism or terrorism is because there is Christian fundamentalism. That is the truth. Yes. Who is going to talk about it? The Republicans? Who? So nobody, no, 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 no. The, nobody. The, the, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. The Democrats will, will the Democrats this, will use Christian this, fundamentalism, this right? Will be the, the collapse of the Republican Party if 
Trump does not get the uh, nomination. Mm. This will also be the collapse of the Democratic Party as we know today because this war, in, mm. a, in a war situation, you need a statesman-like per person <coughs> to rise above both the parties. And right, right now, now, Hillary is not that person. I don't Hillary see is any, I don't see, I, I don't know if you see, I don't see any statesman of the sort, whether you like it or not, whether you like that person, that person does not have to be likable. That mm. person has to be someone who, who can be decisive. I don't see a decisive leader emerging either from Europe or America. No, that, see, In fact, even Obama is not as decisive. Obama as, is not decisive at all. Syria. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Syria is a He's example. doing tango when this thing is happening. I know, he's tango in, I know. I mean, uh, Obama is again a Nehru in the making. You know, yeah. with this romantic romantic uh, notion that Islamic fundamentalism is a, is a law and order problem yeah. pertaining to just the Levant. It is not. Now you see Iran is going and talking yeah. to Pakistan. See, that this has never happened. happened. This is what happens to American presidents in their second term, in the second half of their second term. They lose legacy interest. No, 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 but, no, but let me yeah. ask you this. In the first half of his term, did you see him doing anything significant? No, but at least he was with it. Now no, he's completely, he's doing tango in Venezuela or something. No, at least he had healthcare to hang on to. Yeah. Abhi kya hai? Nothing. Immigration did not work. Uh -huh. The economy is slowly coming back, but then it's also sputtering. And the Senate is lost. The Congress is lost. And they, he's trying very hard to him and his liberal commentators are trying hard to push in a judge. In fact, he nominated a moderate face as the judge, which the Republicans are even saying no to. And that what, was quite interesting. What he is doing, everything he is doing right now is strengthening Trump. Everything that Obama is doing everything, right now is Not just that, Trump. everything that Hillary is doing in her campaign. Mm. Some issues, the, the reason why this, the, the refusal to take on or even say Islamic terrorism is going to cost them. Yeah. Is because, uh, I mean, you are seeing a global impact of these events, what is happening. And a lot, of, not going to, and a lot of Muslims are coming out and using that term. The, 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 this is not going to stop, I'll tell you why. Right now, Russia has invested la last of its resources. You know what happened? There's a Spetsnaz uh, uh, Special Operations Commando mm -hmm. who called an airstrike on himself when he was surrounded by ISIS guys. This is the latest from yeah. uh, one of the uh, bureaus that was coming yeah. in. So the war is so personal and brutal right now. Mm -hmm. US ground forces are now at this point at least uh, thinking of taking over Mosul. Yeah. That's a three-year process, Sunandaji. Yeah. Three years to take over Mosul in Iraq, which is the headquarters of ISIS. Yeah. So, no, no. And the thing is, they've had what 150,000 troops in Iraq. Uh, when at the peak. right now, they are left with about 3,500 to 5,000. 5, yeah. But they they call them advisors, which I don't uh, buy. But no. at the same time, right now, it is about who is going to be the next war president. Yeah. Everybody knows that, and only That's Trump seems term. to. Huh, only Trump seems to be saying that I am up for the job and he'll get the job. There's well, no question about it. the problem with Trump is, is I mean, Trump, apart from the crazy statements that he makes on the wall uh, and Latinos and I mean, despicable statements, some of the statements that he's made, um, he's unstable. No one knows what the heck is going to do, he's going to do in the next day. But what option do you have, Adit? Here you have Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is basically somebody who can at best be a half a term president <laughs> that, no. that is a that is half a question a for the people half who vote here <laughs> uh, hillary clinton is person who is a deal maker yeah bernie sanders is a pacifist the only person who is saying that he will wipe out isis which is what the public wants because right now there is a fear to even go to the airport yeah subway you see yeah. the heightened security in the us is not because of that one uh, incident that happened in, uh -huh. so 
that is not this is having ripple effect yeah. and that ripple effect is only getting addressed by this rhetoric of this man who wants to who doesn't mind take, uh, making a deal with china making yeah. a deal with russia and india and that is what i want as long as the United States wakes up from his slumber and calls spade a spade, yeah. there is this only this is the only country which I, will be I, able I to I would pay like to also know how the State Department is responding to this because U.S. foreign policy is stuck by the State they, Department. They are going to be called a stateless department, <laughs> stale and stateless department. No, that's because, because of Kerry. Kerry uh, is useless. You are. Uh, he is spreading his ketchup all over. Yeah. You know. White ketchup. Uh -huh, no. But but at the same time, I want I want Trump. At least to have a little bit of economic vision also yeah. because both are important. I hope he does. Uh -huh. I, I he has not spent it out. That is the problem. Is, uh, that is what I'm saying. No one knows what the heck yeah, he's, he's going to do. do. I mean, I, you people have hundred differences with Hillary, Cruz yeah. and others. But at least they at least know what, what they're... But, but right now what the world needs is a leader in America who will take over Islamic terrorism. Mm -hmm. This clash of civilizations is between the... Uh, ignorant and the arrogant and uh, we will see who will win absolutely very China. interesting <laughs> i told you so the where do they fall of world war the ignorant China. or the arrogant where uh, uh, where, the, where, do, where does china fall the smiling neutral the smiling, smiling neutral, neutral. The smiling buddha smiling buddha we'll see and uh, we, we'll see how that uh, how that works uh, so um, and, and interesting you know I, do, I don't know where india comes into this picture as well so that is india something. is uh, jagadguru <laughs> uh, no, India has to participate. This, yeah, yeah. This, is, this, this, is, this is classic Sunanda for you. I, he was say, she was saying some lamenting about the lack of dharma about ten minutes ago, and now she is quoting Jagadguru. <laughs> no, because the problem that is happening is not going to be uh, leaving India alone yeah. or Xinjiang province alone. No, no, no. This is going to take over everybody. Everybody yeah. has to participate. Has to participate. And if Islam has to survive, if they cannot reform themselves, they cannot this survive. Is, this yeah, this has to be wiped out. Completely. Yeah, which uh, unfortunately yeah, they are just. That's, uh, uh, that's a good note to start, start on, wrapping up yeah. this week's podcast. Before that, I want some predictions. Since I've gotten a, a commitment from Sunanda that if India makes it to the final of the World T Twenty, she will actually watch it. Yeah, I will. Huh. She, uh, that yeah. is, but they have to win the quarterfinal tomorrow. I like no, this, it's not really. No, I like this batting lineup. It looks very strong, uh -huh. but at the same time. There is too many pinch hitters down there. No, but India needs a good start. So tomorrow is an all important game coming up. India versus Australia. No, no, Kiwis so don't don't remind any Indian of that game. That was the biggest humiliation we've seen of But then they sputter away. They start really well. Kiwis have this choking problem like the South Africans. No, Kiwis usually they are always the dark horse. So now for the first time they are favorites. Like after they won. So we'll have to see what happens. I would I would wouldn't be sad if they won it because as a tribute to Martin Grove, one of my favorite <laughs> cricketers, uh, I don't I, I was incredibly sad yeah. that Marty uh, passed away. My um, generation was Martin Crowe, Dean Jones and uh, Del. Uh, so yeah, interest, oh. interesting thing about uh, uh, Martin Crowe. Um, yeah. I remember him introducing Deepak Patel as the first uh, uh, and Mark Great Batch. Uh, Mark Great Batch opening. Uh -huh. uh, Deepak Patel to start uh, with uh, either Hardley, Hadley or your Morrison uh -huh. uh, to, to open to the, the evening. 1992 uh, World Cup. So, what am I supposed to do when you go talk cricket? Uh -huh. You're supposed to, to join in, Sunanda, or you're supposed to watch more games. With you know, there is a uh, lady who is a leading Indian cricketer also. 
she is uh, one the world cup one i forget her name aditha mithali raj amitali raj yeah. it's a very uh, no but uh, there is a fascinating story also a lot of people on twitter must be knowing uh, there is a lady called the ashes on twitter and i think she's from boston mm-hmm. and when this was uh, years ago or something who that's a twitter handle uh, the ashes started the ashes played between england and australia a lot of people tweeted at the ashes at the ashes so i think her twitter bio reads i am not a freaking cricket match <laughs> and she's 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 american and she i think started uh, following cricket and stuff yeah. quite uh, much so that, that was just an interesting cricket story but uh, i mean i of course i you know when world championship comes my analyst hat hat goes out of the window i hope for india to win every world championship in the world yes, so and absolutely. completely yeah co- completely unapologetic about it but it's a tough uh, choice the windies are playing good england actually played quite good today against sri lanka uh, the kiwis are a very tough team to beat i mean they are a bunch of i would say you know you you will have only few superstars or something but as a team they always punch above their weight i mean uh, I, i forget i mean they have made so many semi finals of world tournaments that i even lose count yeah. so let's see what happens but uh, interesting uh, interesting yeah, that bangladesh play. decision of taking off the gloves <laughs> really like that uh, that broke a lot of my bangladeshi friends hearts because uh, and of course that what was the taking of glove what did it achieve it achieved that he could catch the ball quickly and throw it at so the he was ready to throw to, but uh, but of course out. that was one of the fastest 15 meter sprint i've ever fastest. seen but then he started running towards it and no, because he is conf- so i was uh, talking to uh, somebody an american yeah. friend of mine who watches cricket and he was saying that he because he had confidence in him that he is going to outrun the batsman yeah. and uh, amazing a very amazing. sensible cool level headed no but uh, let me tell you india was gone and out for all that money the bangladeshis probably had a brain freeze and yeah. their heads imploded and india capitalized as any good team would do mm-hmm. when you have an opening you just don't wait you barge in ट Uh, as in in the world cup in in the world cup it's preposterous that every cricket world cup has a different number of teams playing i mean tumhe pata hi nahi and they are reducing it to 10 don't do that mm-hmm. i mean i know it was going to give give some irrelevant matches but if you want to make cricket a global sport have them at least play games have them play a minimum of 10 or 20 international games a year only then they're going to get up to that level and you don't want cricket to be only played by 9 or 10 people no, no. If you you want a... to be played in uh, 9 or 10 countries you want it to be played by 15 20 countries but anyways you know that brings us to the end of the podcast in interesting discussion i can go on for cricket for like 30 minutes all by myself so and still so not wait, wait till i bring my memories of the 80s and 90s i will i will pitch in i'm a i'm a big stats nerd as i mean i watched the 83 world cup when we won i wa- watched the uh, this thing really? i was 5 years old i was really, i, I remember when i was revealing your age on mind podcast no, i don't i'm 37 ah, <laughs> there we go see there you go <laughs> revealing my salary it's your salary <laughs> but i remember i'm no, very not, young no you are not revealing who pays your salary promo uh, that is the, that is the, that is I'm the biggest i'm not revealing my age because adil already said that i'm a senior citizen but i do want to say that for the world cup 83 i was i was really tiny but i remember i was sleeping and i was woken up in the night and i was told that you know aadmi umar se thodi bada hota aadmi soch se bada hota hai sunanda so if you feel 25 you're 25 but you're two years the, younger to me sunanda i think that coming to the payroll issue eventually all indian leftists will call us on cio 
इंट्रोस्पेक्शन के लिए टाइम तो खत्म हो ही गया है यूरोप एज नो लग्जरी टू डू दैट ना राइट नाउ प्रिपेयर फॉर वॉर मेक यूर यू नो प्रिपेरेशन सो दैट at least the world will yeah. deserve peace for the next generation absolutely my closing comments are only about the delhi uh, just saying i haven't been able to get that out of my head um we need to do some serious introspection mm. about what is going mm. on this is all, not right all fun and games that we talked about cricket was one thing but eventually we end this on a somber note hoping yeah. that this apathy reduces and the apathy of the west towards other attacks also reduces let's let's treat everyone let's treat all human beings equal no one is above the other and all of them are victims of terrorists let's you know get together and think about how to solve this menace anyways like us on facebook follow us on twitter this is adit kaparia signing off on yet another newsy week we'll be back next week with podcast 61 thank you for tuning in and thank you for all the support you gave us for our hangout with uh, datta ji and before we uh, go i know this is a little late but i wanted to wish all our listeners in india a very happy holi uh, you know may your life be as colorful or more colorful than what it was last year uh, here's ho- hoping you know that uh, better times prevail and better sense prevails thank you <laughs>